When the baby was first born, Dad came home to tell me about his condition, that there was something wrong with his heart and his eyes and his brain, and that he'd probably need surgery. There were a lot of things wrong with the baby. And there was probably stuff Mom and Dad weren't telling me, and they definitely weren't telling Nicole anything at all. She thought the baby was getting all its shots at once and that this was just normal, for a newborn to be visiting the hospital every day and often staying overnight. At night, I sometimes overheard my parents talking, words and little bits of sentences. Very rare. Poor prognosis. They don't know. Degenerative? No one knows for sure. Congenital? We were too old. Shouldn't have tried. Nothing to do with that. The doctor couldn't say. Certainly won't develop normally. Doesn't know. No one knows. During the day, Mom and Dad kept looking things up in books and on the computer. Reading, reading. Sometimes this seemed to make them happy, other times sadder. I wanted to know what they were reading and learning, but they didn't talk about it much. I had my angel dream in my head, but I kept it to myself. I knew the dream was stupid, but it made me feel better. It was a bad summer for wasps. Everyone said so. We usually got them in August, but this year they were early. Dad hadn't even put up his fake paper nests. Not that they worked that well anyway. One year we'd tried these liquid traps, half filled with lemonade, to lure the wasps inside so they'd get stuck and drown. They'd pile up and up. I hated wasps, but even I didn't like looking at them in their soggy mass grave, the few survivors clamoring over the dead bodies, trying in vain to climb free. It was like a vision of hell from that old painting I'd seen in the art gallery and never forgotten. Anyway, there were plenty of yellow jackets zooming around our table, mostly around the pitcher of iced tea. I kept an eye on them. It was Sunday, and we were all sitting out on the back deck. Everyone was tired. No one talked much. The baby was having a nap in its room, and the baby monitor was on the table, with the volume turned up so we could hear every breath and snuffle. We drank iced tea with the umbrella shading us. Nicole was on the lawn, where Mom had spread out a big blanket for her. She was storming a Lego castle with some action figures. She had her knights and her big box of Legos and her toy telephone. She loved that telephone. It was plastic and old-fashioned, and you actually had to dial the numbers with a kind of transparent wheel. It used to be Dad's when he was little, and it wasn't busted up or anything. Dad said he'd been very careful with his toys. Suddenly, Nicole broke off from her attack on the castle and picked up the toy phone as if it had rung. She had a quick conversation, laughed once, then frowned like a doctor getting very serious news. She said, Okay, and hung up. How's Mr. Nobody? I called out to her. Fine, Nicole said. Mr. Nobody was a family joke. About a year ago, just before Mom got pregnant, we'd get at least one phone call a day that was just silence. Whenever we answered, there was no one there. Who was it? It was nobody. Dad complained to the phone company, and they said they'd look into it, but it kept happening, so eventually we changed our phone number, and that stopped it for a bit. After a few weeks, though, we started getting the calls again. Nicole began calling him Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody got his jollies calling us and not saying anything. Mr. Nobody was just lonely. He was a practical joker. He wanted friends. Nicole started including him in her nightly prayers. And bless Mr. Nobody, she'd say. Any good jokes today, Nicole? I asked from the deck. Any interesting news? 
Nicole rolled her eyes like I was an idiot. Two yellow jackets circled the rim of my glass. I moved it, but they followed. They liked sugary drinks. I'd never even been stung, but wasps terrified me. Always had. I knew it was wimpy and irrational, but when they flew near me, my head filled with hot static, and I'd lash out with my hands. Once, before the baby was born, we'd hiked up Mount Maxwell and were looking at the view, and a wasp came buzzing around my head and wouldn't go away, and I started running straight for the drop-off. Dad grabbed me and shouted that I could have been killed. Get a grip, he shouted. I always remembered those words when I saw a wasp. Get a grip. There were a lot of things I was supposed to get a grip on. I just wasn't much good at it.